Welcome to the Journey of a Misfit with Valerie Hayes. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Journey of a Misfit. This is Valerie Hayes and my co-host, Katrina King. You're becoming a regular on this show. You are becoming a regular. And just for all of the huge Randy Abbott fans out there, so we don't leave you hanging, he is taking a quote-unquote prayer sabbatical yes um from the radio program and the podcast for a bit um and so his beautiful sister and my bestie um has stepped up to the plate and will be co-hosting with me um so hopefully you will be enjoying that um and randy will maybe he'll be a guest at some point in the future but anyway so <laughs> it's like good to be a guest on our show randy yeah we'd like to <laughs> be a guest so it's good to be back. I hope everybody had a great week. Really quick, I just want to let you know, if you are in the Warren County area, you can check out our podcast early. If you listen on Sunday mornings at 7 a.m. on KFAV 95.1 or KWRE, which is 7.30 a.m., we're on at 7 a.m. For all you people that are getting up and getting ready to go to church, you can listen to the program before it comes out on podcast. And then also, a couple hours later at 10 a.m. is when you will get to hear Randy Abbott again and the guys from Misfits. They've got a radio program as well. So um, come check it out. But today, Katrina, what are we going to be talking about today? Pity. Pity. Pity the fool. I pity the fool. Tell me about pity. Boy, that's an interesting word. For those of you that don't know, um, part of the ministry that we are involved in is Misfits for Jesus, and we do recovery. And we believe that pretty much everybody's recovering from something, and Jesus is the answer to that recovery. So whether or not it's an addiction problem um, with drugs or alcohol, whether it's addiction to um, toxic things in your life, whether it's just past wounds and hurts, uh, maybe idols in your life. Um, codependency. Codependency. Um, we've got amazing, amazing meetings that you can come to. And what we do is we choose a word every week. And we kind of think about that word and what it means in our spiritual walk, what it means in our recovery. And this week's word is pity. Wow, that's a challenging one. It is. To think about. Um, and I, Well, because you can think of it two ways, pity on other people or pity on yourself. Right. And that's where you and I went with it is on yeah, the self-pity. Yeah. I got to thinking about that and I thought, you know, because pity is kind of a negative term, I think, when, when you're thinking about another person. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a person is... is beneath you when you pity them you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's not a it's not a, a loving compassionate word like love and compassion are um and jesus had compassion on people but he didn't pity them you right. know his word says that he had compassion on them so pity on other for other people i think is kind of a negative thing um puts you in a position of like better than so i got to thinking about it more in terms of self-pity because i think we've all experienced having a pity party. I've had many pity parties. How about you? No, I've never had any. <laughs> oh, yes, you have. I've seen them. <laughs> They're quite ugly. <laughs> That's true. Yes, I have. Of course. No. And, and, of and course. you know, the thing about parties are supposed to be fun, but a pity party is never fun for anyone else. No. Um, and really, I don't think it's fun for the person that's having it either. No. So I was kind of thinking today we could look at, you know, what is... What is the cause sometimes of why we go inward, why we start to feel sorry for ourselves? Um, Well, think at the root of it. Mm -hmm. Self-pity or pity parties are nothing more than um, being angry with God at how stuff turned out for you or didn't turn out for you. An expectation. An expectation that that wasn't wasn't met. met. Yeah. And so we, we turn on 
God or we turn on in, inward on ourselves and just say, oh, well, you know, and, and actually I've heard Pastor Sutton uh, talk about wham, the wham disease, and yeah. it's the what about me. Yeah. And that can be very dangerous. Slippery slope. It's not the on. wake me up before you go, go wham. No, not it's, that one. No, because that's a fun song. Especially when you're feeling like having a pity party, you can yes. put that song on instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, and I think about Lynn, um, Randy's wife. She's so wise, and I'm going to totally misquote her, but she basically says that a lot of our disappointments in life are from expectations that we have on other people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true. We expect other people to think and feel and respond the way we think and feel and respond. And when they don't, we're disappointed, and, and sometimes that can lead to feeling sorry for yourself. I'm totally guilty of that. I'm like the worst at it. I, I thank God, though, I don't stay there long, you know, because usually God's like, get over your big bad self yeah. and yeah. get to work. Get on, get <laughs> There's on, too much get to on do. with the bad self. And it is funny how when you get into the presence of God, everything goes away. Like, I, I mean, I don't know how many times we can say that on this program, that anything you're going through in life get into the presence of God mm-hmm. and everything just kind of disappears in his presence. Everything becomes whole again and, and puts everything into perspective. Right. Well, I think self-pity though too, just the, the word that starts itself is that's the, that's the factor right there is you're, t- you're detracting from God anyway because yeah. you're going back on self. Yes. And then the only, truly the only time that you should be self focused or self-centered is when it leads to when you're examining re-examining and it leads to repentance amen and that's when you should be self-focused or self-centered but other than that no so that's the the self-pity is nothing more than being self-centered and really that's self-reflection that's not self-pity that's more reflecting on what is going on right and i think two things happen too when we go inward and we start beating up on ourselves is two things are happening i mean one what are you saying about god when you're doing that because you're his creation Mm -hmm. you're his beautiful wonderful creation and you're totally dissing on yourself and and then two is what are you saying about yourself and and i think um, on this program a lot of times we talk about healing really comes when we find our identity in jesus and identity is where i always go back who's who are you listening to who are you receiving um, information about who you are from? Is it from the world? Is it from a, a hurt inside of you, a wound? Mm-hmm. Or is it from the maker? Is it from the one who created you? Um, so often we are listening to the message of the world and our past instead of who God says we are now. Um, so I think you know one of, the, one of the things we have to learn to do when we start to have a pity party is... Um, First of all, we have to, to listen to what, what's being said. What are we saying to ourselves? And um, if you could look up really quick um, in the fruit of the Spirit. Um, I believe that's in Galatians, isn't it? Yes. Galatians 5, perhaps. Um, the fruit of the Spirit and the fruit of the flesh are very, very different. <laughs> and I always encourage people that with your thoughts, you know, there's a scripture, and I think this one's in Corinthians, take captive every thought into obedience basically to Christ. So so when thoughts pop into our head, we can't control thoughts that pop into our head, but we can take them captive. And we take them captive when they are from the flesh. And how do you know that they're from the flesh? Well, can you read what the fruit of the flesh is first, which is under the fruit of the Spirit? 
Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh yes. with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Okay. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yes. Okay, so now read the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Okay, so again, if I'm having this this self-reflection time and I'm beating myself up and I'm all these types of things, that's not fruit of the Spirit, and it's not our nature anymore. It's our old nature, and so we have to take that captive, mm-hmm. and we have to say, okay, Jesus, who do you say I am? What do you what do you say is going on? And hear me when I say, when 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 things happen in our lives, there's definitely time where we have to self-reflect because sometimes we do stupid things. Sometimes we hurt people. Sometimes we've made mistakes. So I'm not excusing that and saying, oh, you should just always love yourself and blah, 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 and that's not what I'm saying. We need to reflect. That's, that's what I meant earlier by yes. the, when the, the self-examination that leads to repentance. Yes, yes. When we've, but that's the part. is right. It's got to lead to an action. So if I'm having this like punching match on myself and it doesn't change anything about me or cause me to go out and apologize to people or change something about my life, it's, it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And it's hurtful to yourself. It's hurtful to the people around you. Um, and, you can, and you can do nothing, really, in God's kingdom if you're in that place. Right. So um, focusing on those, the fruits of the Spirit instead. Um, and, and I think that's kind of the, how, we, how we gauge our thoughts. Are these, are these in that camp of the fruit of the Spirit, or are they in the camp of the fruit of the flesh? And a lot of times our thoughts can be, you know, um, jealousy, envy, those kinds of things. Those are not fruit of the Spirit. No, those the are opposite. The those are the they opposite. They are, and those don't come from God. No, they you know? don't. And sometimes that can be really confusing because sometimes we want something or we want to achieve something and maybe the thing that we're jealous or envying is even a good thing you know um it's a spiritual thing and um but but that again those thoughts don't come from god right and so there's only other one other place that they can come from and that's the enemy and so that is why i think it says take captive every thought and we can do that and you just have to stop and pause for a moment and go whoa this isn't a thought that that's going to lead to a good place this is going to lead to a bad place and and we redirect it so can i can i can i give them my um, little story on that i've had for the last 23 years on how i deal with when i get to be self-pity and have my own little pity party so which i was 23 years ago my spiritual father mike parnell whom i absolutely love one of my most favorite people in the entire world and i won't go into details i was having a really hard time it was a really really rough time in my life and I was just having a very, very big, probably one of the biggest I've ever had pity parties. And he mm-hmm. just kind of looked at me and he goes, well, let me ask you just one question. Are you self-focused or are you God-focused right now? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I don't like you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, and I, and I, for 23 years now, yeah. I've always gone back to that. Yeah. Well, Katrina, you're being self-focused right now. It's yeah. time to veer back on. Are right. you be? You know, and I think focused. it's I think it's so easy to do that, you know, it because really there's is. so many injustices, and there are times where, you know, there are times where bad things happen to you, and people hurt you, and and I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like we've got it all together, and we no. never get offended, and we never get hurt. I mean, we're you know, I'm dealing with some things right now in my life, and sometimes I have to sit back and go, okay, Valerie, let's just pretend that Jesus is here with you because He is. 
What would he say about this? And boy, does your perspective just change. And I've said that a couple times on this program. Like when you start to find that your peace has left the room, when your peace has left the room, that's when you need to stop and go, whoa, Jesus, I'm going to just pretend that you're sitting here right now and you're taking all this in. And it just completely changes how you look at things. And then you realize, I'm not even going to give it any more time. I'm not giving that any more time because we got way too much good stuff to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just you just got to kind of let it go. So, so I brought a couple songs today that kind of deal with... Um, the, the 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 things in our own mind, you know, the voices in our own mind, and they're, they're, they can be good and they can be bad. And one of the really popular songs that's out there um, right now is one by Zach Williams called Fear is a Liar. That's a good song. It's such a good song. And it is so, so true. Because fear is, you know, the root of so many of the issues that we have in our life. And and we only have to hear something one time that's negative and it takes root in our soul, you mm-hmm. know? It really does. And even when we know it's not true and even when we believe what God says about us, that root can still be there, you know? And, and it's a long, long-term work that the Holy Spirit has to do in us sometimes to pull up the root of a lie that was told to us either when we were a child or as an adult, or, or maybe both, God forbid, but maybe maybe throughout your life. And then also just the things maybe you've said to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is, I think the first thing that we have to do when we are trying to get our minds back to the place of peace, not be in a place of pitying ourselves or feeling sorry for ourselves, is we just have to first recognize what voice am I listening to right now? Mm-hmm. Am I listening to the voice of truth and peace and love, or am I listening to the adversary, the one who hates me, who um, wants to destroy me, and who is the, who is what did they, what what was he called, the the prince of lies, or the, mm, I mean the he's prince of darkness, the prince yeah, of everything terrible. <laughs> yeah, um, he's he's always inventing new ways, you know, mm-hmm. to 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 lie to us who we are. So, um, I hope you enjoy this one. Um, Fear is a liar by Zach Williams. When he told you you're not good enough When he told you you're not right When he told you you're not strong enough To put up a good fight When he told you you're not worthy When he told you you're not loved When he told you you're not beautiful You'll never be enough Fear is a liar He will take your breath, stop you in your steps Oh fear, he is a liar He will rob your rest, steal your happiness Cast your fear into the fire Cause fear a liar when he told you you were trouble you'll never be alone when he told you you should run away you'll never find a home when he told you you were dirty 
that you should be ashamed when he told you you could be the one that grace could never change your fear he is a liar he will take your breath stop you in your steps oh fear he is a liar he will rob your rest steal your happiness so cast your fear into the fire cause fear he is a liar your fire fall and cast down all your fears oh let your fire fall your love is all i feel oh let your fire fall and cast down all my fears let your fire fall your love is all take your breath and stop you in your step oh fear he is a liar he will rob your rest and steal your happiness so cast your fear into the fire cause fear he is a liar Cause fear He is a liar That's a beautiful song. Thanks. I love it. Yep. So I want to transition us into something a little bit more positive. Um, Actually, can I say one thing before uh, that? So sh- as long as it's it, positive. Spinning it into a positive. You yes, can please. think of every time that you're ready to be in a pity party mm-hmm. or you're ready to just feel sorry for yourself. You that Every time that happens, you have a chance at denying the flesh you mm-hmm. have a chance at rising above yeah and so you can always use that as a you know take every thought captive like you were Amen. saying and galatians um in where it says uh, actually i just looked it up galatians five sixteen. Um, not gratify the desires of the flesh so mm-hmm. we can use that as an opportunity every time we have want to have a pity party we can amen it's an opportunity and you know one of the things that I'm, I'm learning to do too which has really brought a lot of freedom into my life is because one god is so incredibly gracious and he's so kind and he is we are so much harder on ourselves than he is on us like i think sometimes when we're beating ourselves up and having this like oh woe is me and everybody hates me and you know i think sometimes he's like oh my gosh why why are you doing that is so not necessary <laughs> i don't think that way about you um you know i think i think we have to learn to um when we go through times like that, when when we're when we're inside and we're feeling whatever we're feeling, we're feeling guilty, we're feeling that we that we take that opportunity to go, wow, okay, God, thank you because you're still revealing things inside of me that you mm-hmm. want to refine, mm-hmm. you know. And that's a that's a common theme that we talk about a lot is learning to rejoice in the suffering, 
Mm-hmm. Um, knowing, and we talked about this, I believe that was last week, we talked about rejoicing and suffering, knowing that it is it is bringing us to where we need to be, and it's giving us all things that we, that we need. And also, again, God is kind and He is gracious, and He's showing, you know, I, I think I shared last week about how I had a bad moment, and I came into the worship practice, and I was like, God's squeezing me, and unfortunately, he's not coming out. Yuck is coming out. So thank you, God, for showing me that there's still yuck inside of me, you know, because we want to get rid of all of that. We want to get rid of that as much as we can and fill ourselves back up with the Spirit of God, yes. you know, less of us, more of him. But sometimes he has to show us the ugly on the inside. And friends, we're ugly on the inside. Mm. There's a lot of ugly going on, but because of Jesus Christ, we're beautiful and we're whole and we're complete we just have to walk in that and not step back into the flesh and step back into what we know right um so there's a really cool song out right now by lauren daigle she's one of my faves if you don't know lauren daigle she's awesome and she's getting ready to release an album and she's got a song that's called you say raise your hand if you've heard that one it's really good it's a good song so um i want to transition and kind of talk about that a little bit because god has a lot of great things to say about you and that's who we need to be listening to he adores you. He loves you. He created you. He made you who you are. We're walking in an imperfect world. Um, and so he's gently restoring us day by day if we allow him to do that. Um, so just let him, um, listening to this song, just let him um, restore you and remind you who you are. But before we do that, I would like, because um, actually before we do this song, I do something that's been on my heart lately I wanted to talk about too was I think that we have a real epidemic in this country, in this world, really. Um, and it, and I've really been reflecting a lot on social media, um, on the tool of social media and what it's doing for us. And I, I was thinking about it today, and I thought, you know, I don't know that we were ever intended. Our brains, I don't know that our brains were ever really intended to input as much as it inputs through social media. Mm-hmm. When you think about the positive and the negatives, Think about that for a minute. So we can get on Facebook and one post can be so heart-wrenching and tragic because of an injustice that's going on. And the next the next post can be about somebody's perfect vacation with their perfect bodies and their perfect families. And now we feel insufficient. You know, um, so we're constantly by bar- bombarded by these images and we're trying to process them in our brain. And it's all a facade, really, because I only put on Facebook what I want you to see about my life, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I want you to see just the good parts of me. Isn't that, I mean, isn't that what we all want? We want the world to just see the good parts of us. I've always said everybody's beautiful right. on Facebook. Everybody's beautiful and perfect on Facebook. The problem is, is it's not real, you know? And, and, and so a lot of times I go on there and I'm guilty of doing it. I'm guilty of, of putting out there moments. Like I can even tell you like my vacation I just got back on. There were moments in my vacation where I looked at my husband. I love you, John Hayes, if you're listening. I looked at him and I said, you know, I think I'm done traveling with you and Katrina's <laughs> going to be my new traveling buddy because you're boring. You know, like <laughs> there was moments on my vacation where I was so bored and I was so frustrated because my husband didn't want to go to one more lighthouse and I was wanting my bestie to be there with me, you know, but, but from what I put out there, it looked like it was the most perfect, romantic, beautiful trip. Um, and I, and I thought about that and I thought, you know, what do I do to people who 
are mis you know who who have miserable things going on in their life i'm just heaping that on you know so i've really honestly been considering just getting off of it all together because i think it's unhealthy yeah. i really as a counselor i'm just being honest i think that much information about people is not healthy no but if you and if you did put the the bad parts then you're well then the, i judge turn those people you. too <laughs> yeah people turn on you god and say, forgive seriously, me why do you put all your crap out why are you on having facebook? a pity party yeah why, why, are, why, are you, why are you airing your dirty laundry it's, on facebook we're just being raw and real right yeah. now but it's the truth um yeah. and and honestly somebody put something negative and i think that's where i started really reflecting because this particular person is a is a real hurting individual and what they're putting out there is because they're hurting Mm -hmm. But I think it's not working. It's not getting this person what they really need. Because what they really need is they need relationships. They need friends. They need Jesus. You know, they need to know how much the Father loves them. And I don't know that they're going to get that necessarily from posting stuff on Facebook. You know, so I just think it's a real, a real problem in our culture that we get so much of our feedback and so much of our validation and input from a screen, you mm -hmm. know? Well, think about texts. And how they can be so misconstrued. Yes. And you could have a complete falling out of a relationship that was over a misunderstanding yes. of a text that was never meant to be the way that someone took it. Yes. 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 And so I think, I guess, you know, the question is, well, what do we do? What do we do? I don't know. Maybe, maybe message somebody and say, I'm feeling kind of discouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee? Face or to I face. could use some encouragement yeah. right now. And and here's the other thing I'm learning to do. And if, if you're anyone that's kind of in my little inner circle, you've heard me say to you this week, I need prayer. And that is a huge thing for me to step out and, and say, I need prayer. Because I don't do that. I'm the one who prays for everybody else. But I need prayer. And so sometimes I think we need to just get real honest mm -hmm. with people and ask for people's help. Um, because I know, for me, I love helping people. It's an encouragement to me, so we can't withhold other people's blessing by not letting them help. Right, right. That it was. It was. That was. Someone said that to me once. Don't don't take away my blessing of yeah. being able to help you. I'm yeah. like, oh well, you put it yeah. that way. Yeah. Never thought of it that exactly. way. Exactly. And one of the greatest ways to get out of yourself is to help someone else. You know? Well, to go be you, present with yeah. someone else who's struggling. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it, and it and it's completely uh, a self-indulgent pity party attitude is completely uh, the opposite. It's not they cannot be it's not compatible with a grateful, thankful, serving heart. Yeah. So once you get step out and do your grateful and you're thankful yeah. and you know helping and yeah. serving and praying for people, yeah. then it, it's you know, it's kind of hard to pray and sin at the same time. Yeah. Amen. Can you do me a favor, Katrina? Can Absolutely. you read the scripture from Philippians 4 that we talked about earlier? And then we'll do sure. this song. And I think we'll be wrapping it up. Land in this plane soon. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent and praiseworthy, praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. That's beautiful. So again, that goes back to what we talked about. When we start to have a pity party mm -hmm. and when we start to beat ourselves up, peace leaves the room. The Prince of Peace leaves the room. He doesn't want to leave the room, though, so invite him back in. Jesus, come back in. I need your peace. I'm taking captive these thoughts, and I want you to tell me who I am. So let's uh, let's. Because whatever is true about you yes. is what God says about you. Amen.
I keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up Am I more than just the sum of every high and every again just who I am because I need to know you say I am love when I can't feel a thing you say I am strong when I think I'm weak you say I am hell when I am falling short not when I don't belong you say I am What you say of me The only thing that matters now Is everything you think of me In you I find my worth In you I find my identity What you say of me, I believe I'm taking all I have and now I'm laying it at your feet You have my every failure, God, you have my every I believe